Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night and uh, hope everybody had a good weekend and uh, made it through Monday. So I'm sure everybody's excited about that. But uh, Tuesday is upon us. So hopefully today will be a good day and the Lord will bless you mightily. Apologize for no devotions yesterday. Just uh, got a lot going on right now and uh, covet your prayers and uh, have several unspoken concerns. So please uh, keep those in, in back of your heads while you're praying. I'd appreciate it very much so. All right, my friends. Well, let us at this time stand and do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Alright, thank the Lord for that uh, pledge that we are able to say each and every morning. I was, uh, you know, we have so much freedom here and it amazes me uh, the uh, how so many are willing to give up their freedom under the guise of safety and security. And, uh, you know, if you want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you're freaked out about this political agenda, that's that's fine. You know, I mean, it's your choice. But don't force me uh, to do something. You know, I saw someone put on Facebook, said, uh, I'm disappointed in my friends who are saying, uh, they're talking differently this year than they were last year in regards to the mask. Well, I, I would not change a thing in what I said. How we have responded, uh, as not only as a church, but as a person, as a pastor, uh, last year than I did this year. Last year, we were not in the know. Uh, we were sure what was going on. People were dying at an uh, exponential rate. Uh, the uh, So uh, I wouldn't have changed a thing. I think we've done the right thing by um, uh, having church uh, online and uh, radio, as many of us did, uh, wearing the mask, trying to, you know, Keep the distancing. I mean, I, I feel like it. Uh, good morning, darling. I feel like we complied. We've done what we're supposed to do for the safety of our congregants. And, uh, uh, you know, God's Word says, esteem others better than yourselves. And, and we have to put those needs ahead of us, particularly when we've got a lot of elderly. And those were the prime targets at that time. But now, you know, when you fast forward to this year, we've got to kind of better handle on what's going on, what this virus is about, the fact that, uh, you know, the vaccine was supposed to have been, uh, and I still believe, was 99% effective, or 90%, however the statistic is, and uh, uh, if you've had COVID, then you've got a natural immunity, so we don't, we have a little, lot more knowledge now than we did before. And uh, we see now uh, the Fauci and the liberal left, uh, the fascist uh, push that they're trying to use this virus as a form of control and uh, you know again last year uh, we were ignorant about a lot of things but uh, uh, and I do think that it, I do believe the virus is real and I do believe it's being used for a political agenda uh, and I do believe it was used to get Trump out of office I really do I think they they stuffed those ballot boxes with these mail-ins and uh, they, they cheated to, to get in I was uh, reading an article this morning from Google Said a group of pastors in Nashville, Tennessee, are uh, are uh, asking Governor Lee to uh, force mask mandates on children. Well, first of all, uh, you know that's one thing people don't understand uh, that they want to lump Protestants, Catholics, Methodists all in the one the same category, which is the 
truth, where we are, there's distinctives between Protestants, Catholics, and Methodists. When you go to read the article, it's Methodist preachers or you know, use that word lightly when you say preacher. And uh, so, you know, it's, it wouldn't like, you know, Methodists are about as very liberal. And uh, so, you know, when they throw pastors in there, that's very misleading. And, uh, you know, the fact is, if you want to mask your kid up, then have at it. But don't tell me I have to do mask mine. And I'm telling you right now, they do that to my tell my daughter. I pull her out of school and I'll teach her at home. I mean, I'm tired of the mask thing. If, uh, if that's what you feel comfortable with, have at it. If you don't, then don't wear it. See, that's why it's called freedom. So I was listening to a doctor yesterday who was talking about that uh, this is a virus. See, it's not like polio uh, where it was, it was uh, segregated just to humans only. Uh, that That's why it was able to be eradicated with a uh, shot or, or vaccine. But this virus is you know conducive to both animals and humans and uh, it's going to have to run its course it's going to be around 24 out 24 7 365 days and the body's going to build up a natural immunity to this virus and it's not going to be eradicated as easily as something like polio they're trying to compare this to a uh, very well-spoken doctor uh, that uh, was uh, discussing uh, how uh, this is an airborne virus and and how it works and and uh, in fact I've, I've seen where they're trying to YouTube's trying to take it down and Facebook's trying to take it down but he makes a lot of sense and very articulate and explains it well and uh, you know the fact of the matter is we may have to live with this thing until our bodies are able to fight against it like the flu cold anything else so don't sit there and force you know me uh, to do something uh, that uh, I don't agree with and uh, you know that's one thing that uh, people need to learn and understand quick particularly in the southern region where uh, we come from a lot of Scotch-Irish and we're very hot-headed and uh, you know England tried to tell us what to do and they tried to control us and you saw how that how that ended so uh, they don't want to keep pushing because they're going to get a rebellion uh, that would make the Boston Tea Party look like a picnic on Sunday so uh, <laughs> that's my two cents of uh, political commentary today you take that and do with that as you will good morning angel dixon appreciate you joining in mike hensley a few others i i can't see their names but i see there's quite a few more watching well, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning uh, psalm 139 uh, 4 through 6 even before a word is on my tongue behold O lord you know it all together you hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me it is high i cannot attain it now even though those are the main verses of discussion i want to back up just a little bit and uh, i would like to read uh, starting from verse one uh, and two until we get to these verses we just read uh, O lord you have searched me and known me you know when i sit down when i rise up you discern my thoughts from afar you search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. And then the verses we just read, even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. And verse seven, where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? Now the reason why I want to go back and read those things, read those verses, was the fact that uh, when you look at this, uh, you know, we need to understand that there's no escaping from God, all right? Uh, he knew us before we were even in the, in the womb, you know. Uh, the uh, There was a um, uh, Christian poet that referred to it, the hounds of heaven. 
And, you know, you look at uh, Adam and Eve, and they knew they messed up. They knew screwed up. They had a, a communion and an intimacy with God that we will never understand on this side of heaven. And when they knew they messed up, what did they do? They tried to go run and hide. And I think that's what we try to do a lot of times when we are messing up or screwing up. Uh, we want to try to run and hide. You know, I think a few people that uh, used to attend the church, they used to attend regularly, used to attend about every time the doors were open. And now uh, uh, they're running and hiding in bars and, and uh, with people they know they shouldn't be associating themselves with uh, because they know they're messing up and they feel like they run and hide in those places, God ain't going to find them. The truth of the matter is, God, there's no escaping from God. And as a lot of people try to run from God, myself included, I uh, didn't want to be a pastor, had no desire to be a pastor, and uh, I joined the Air Force in an attempt to run away. And guess what? God's got a good way of getting your attention. There's no escaping. There's no getting away. You know, God knew us before we were informed of the womb. We were chosen for a purpose. We are, are God's wonderful children. And uh, we are wonderfully and beautifully made and created. And uh, when God is hounding you, when God is going after you, there's no escape. You know, you've heard Dad talk many times about people uh, who are fighting to come forward, to come to uh, to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And they're, they're, they're white-knuckling the, uh, uh, the pew because they don't want to go forward. But uh, when the Lord touches your heart in a mighty way, there's no resisting. And uh, sometimes as a, as a Christian, you can uh, lose your way. You can get discouraged. You can get upset. You can, uh, you know, it's easy to, as some refer to as backsliding. You know, I've always liked what Dad has always said that, you know, you have to be somewhere first before you can backslide. But uh, it's easy to do because life can beat you down. It can be discouraging. It can be upsetting. You can fight depression. You can fight anxiety, fighting fears. And, uh, you know, it. Uh, sometimes the uh, mentally... It's uh, there's a lot of cracks and breaks in there, but you know it's one thing that we can do is come to God and uh, we can lay it all out. You know Jesus Christ done the same thing uh, when he laid out uh, his thoughts, words, his desires, uh, when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, and he prayed, Lord, if it is your will, uh, take this cup from me. He knew what he was about to face. He took Peter, the uh, the the. Um, Oh, uh, sons of Zebedee. My mind went blank on me for a second. Sons of Zebedee went up with him. And uh, that's when he was praying. And what it was, you know, he wasn't holding nothing back. Uh, he was giving it all to God. He was he was giving all those emotions. He was giving all those pains, all those troubles. So the devil didn't have a time or a place to try to get in there and, and uh, screw around with his, his mind or his brain. He, he laid it all open to God. And I think, you know, when we're in turmoil, I think that's what we've got to do. We've got to focus on the promises of Scripture. You know, as uh, Romans 8:28, all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. You know, we need to uh, make sure that we lay, lay it all out. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of times in my life I've been in turmoil, and uh, I feel like I'm in that kind of position right now. I'm just the old, the old devil's just fighting me hard. I'm, I'm battling. I'm, I'm exhausted spiritually mentally emotionally and physically i am just literally exhausted y'all have no idea how many times i look at my motorcycle and just think about just tying what i can to uh, to it and just leaving and just 
don't know. Just go where the road takes me and never, never look back. I, it, it, uh, there are days it becomes more appealing to others. Uh, I've told Dad that. He said, uh, you don't know how many times he's thought the same thing. I'm sure a lot of us have. You know, it'd be nice to just run away from everything and all of our problems. It doesn't work that way. And so, uh, you know, we need to, uh, Jesus Christ is our, our closest friend and advocate. And uh, I was telling someone the other day uh, when they were in my office talking to me, and I said, uh, you know, a lot of people have a hard time understanding how to pray. I think some people think it has to be a formal setting within brick walls like a monk and chanting. And, you know, I, I tell people, just put a chair there in front of you, pretend like Jesus is sitting there. And he's not so much of pretending Jesus is sitting there. And talk to him. Because remember, God, that's one thing we look at is when we look at Psalm 139, these verses talk about God's omniscience, his omnipresence, his omnipotence. And that's what these verses discuss. And so God is everywhere. He, he knows all things. He's, you know, so we can sit there, we can lay all that out. As Jesus Christ laid out all his emotions and all of his thoughts and words and concerns upon God, we can do the same thing. And so when you feel that battle, when you feel that turmoil, remember you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew you before you were in the womb. There's no escaping the problems. There's no escaping the past. There's no escaping the sin. But we know have a, we have Jesus Christ who is the advocate, as we read in Hebrews. He is that advocate that talks to Jesus Christ on our behalf. I said Hebrews. Maybe I think it was Second John. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but it is... Uh, the fact that you know we know that we are forgiven, that we are loved, and that God is there. And that's why we need to cast all those cares and worries upon him and talk to him. Talk to him as you would a dear friend, uh, a parent, a spouse, whatever. You know, talk to him and lay all that out. God is there. And uh, it is um, maybe sometimes once you let all that out, so maybe the circumstances, situations is not near as bad as you thought it was in the beginning. And uh, sometimes we can blow things out of proportion. Sometimes we can make a mountain out of a molehill. You know, as a counselor, 99% of, uh, uh, of counseling is just listening. You know, sometimes when somebody just gets something off their chest, they feel so much better about themselves. And, and I've often told people, too, if you have a grievance with somebody, uh, to sit down and write a letter. Tell them everything, anything you want them to know, good, bad, the ugly, whatever. But then rip it up. But it's, it's therapeutic in the sense that it helps you to to express uh, those feelings and thoughts that you may have uh, about that individual. And I've always been a bit advocate of, of journaling. Yeah, you know, it's good to journal and, and let your thoughts out and, and uh, to express that. That's one thing I saw with Facebook uh, when it first started. When I first heard about it, I thought this here's an outlet for some for people to really uh, to to express their feelings and thoughts and desires and. And I wish I had known how to channel it better. Uh, I could have really marketed and, and done some incredible things. Uh, I had the ideas that I see are implemented now, but I didn't know how to make it happen then. But uh, that's why I wrote a book on it and such. But it was a good way to talk to people and minister and witness. But, uh, but my friends, uh, when you mess up, don't try to run. Don't try to hide as Adam and Eve did. You know, they, uh, they try to cover themselves with fig leaves and, uh, and try to run from God. God knows your mistakes. He knows what you're going to do before you even do it. So, you know, he's, he's all-knowing. He knows past, present, future. So it, you know, when you mess up, he's not in shock that you screwed up. He knew what you were going to do. So don't try to run and hide. But instead of trying to run and hide, run to the Father. Run to God. Run to Jesus Christ. You know, uh, when you look at uh, John 11, uh, 28 through 38, and you look at uh, when Lazarus died, 
and uh, you know, of course Martha greeted Jesus and, and uh, she runs to Mary and says uh, the, the master is calling you the, the teacher uh, the, the quintessential teacher is calling for you you know Mary did sit there and say well I can't go see Jesus right now my mascara is running uh, my makeup's a mess I'm, I'm just not in the mood to talk no instead what she did she ran uh, to Jesus Christ and she fell at his feet weeping said where were you? Of course, that's where we read where Jesus wept. And uh, Jesus didn't uh, rebuke her. Jesus didn't give her a hard time. He sympathized and he empathized uh, with her pain and her suffering. And that's one thing that's wonderful to know, that we have a God. We have Jesus Christ, who is not separate from us, who do not understand our sufferings, but he understands it completely. And because when he walked this earth, he was fully human and fully man. And uh, he does sympathize. He does empathize with our problems and our suffering. So don't try to run and hide, but instead be like Mary and run and fall at the feet of Jesus with our tears and our pain and give it all over to him. And he will comfort us, not rebuke us, but comfort us and love us all the more. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, help us to run to you. Let us fall at your feet each and every day. Lord, I know that uh, we mess up and we sin and we feel full of conviction and embarrassment and, and frustration that we screw up. But Lord, let us know that you still love us, that you're still there for us, and that you're never going to give up on us, that you understand our weaknesses, our sinful nature, our pain. And Lord, let us run to you, that you will comfort us, that you will fill us, that you will give us your peace that surpasses all understanding. And Lord, uh, just pray that uh, if there's anyone watching this morning or listening that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, uh, I received... Uh, several prayer requests this morning and you know the hearts and minds and needs of uh, this individual uh, lord i do pray that you be with jennifer honeycutt and her uh, mom and dad are battling uh, this covid situation uh, lord i do pray that uh, you'll be with ron thompson and i pray that you be with wendy lee kim Penix, and ginger hood uh, lord i do pray for so many in our church that have been dealing uh, with close loved ones uh, that have passed on i pray that you give them comfort and peace Pray be with all those watching this morning, and that you will help them, guide them, direct them, strengthen them this day, and let us serve you well. And Lord, I just pray that uh, we'll always keep our eyes on you, and uh, Lord, don't let us get distracted by the things of this world. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Hope everybody has a fantabulous day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.